regular season sports game. I'm on fire. This is TJ Perkins, TJP, and you're listening to TRSS. Oh, good for you. Hey, this is Matthew Ritter, and you're listening to TRSS. Welcome to the end of your life, and I promise it's going to hurt. Welcome to Raw is the regular season sportscast. Yeah, it's in the air, guys. It's that season. It's that time of season, ladies and gentlemen. It's that time of season where we tackle each other and try to score and be able to grab each other gently and hold each other tight. No, it's not cuffing season. That comes a little bit in the next couple of weeks. I'm talking about football season. Yes, my friends. It's that time of era. Football season is upon us, and this is my kind of year. Oh, Hello, hello. Yes, it's my kind of year, ladies and gentlemen. You know, it's funny because I've been a football fan for, God, since I was my uh, my single years of lifehood. And I think now with how football season has become such a big like focal point with advertisements and promotions or whatever, you would think that you would pull away because you think it's like watered down or whatever. But for me, it's just, it's just one of those things that I kind of feel extra manly when it comes around this time because I, I guess because I know what football is and I know the history. And I feel as though that you know I could I could be in a certain conversation. Like if we if we had a conversation about tennis, I could just sit there and go, "Peace, Empress," and. Sound like I know what I'm talking about. Andre Agassi, right? Right. Serena Williams, yay. But when it comes to football, it's like I I, I start I get it. I, I start feeling like if I'm in a wrestling conversation, like I know what I'm talking about. I say I, I feel in depth in in just the history and what's going on. The best part about it is that now everybody with the fantasy football and the DraftKings and all this other stuff, everybody's everybody's trying to find a way to buy into it. And even for those who don't know what a first yard marker or end zone is, they they still be like, "Hey, go Cowboys!" Oh, I've always been a Broncos fan. Whatever. But in the case, it's in there. It's in the air. Whew. Loving it, loving. It. I've been waiting for it. plus college football as well. College football is out there. This past week, college football just started. A lot of upsets. We're gonna talk about it this week. It's been a lot, there was a lot of upsets. A lot of you guys who are the fans of the the high ranking teams, get ready because your feelings were were hurt and will continue to be hurt. Just like if you were put in a dark place at a dark time. Sounds like my teenage years. Welcome everybody to another episode of. The regular season sportscast. I'm your host, Jay the Red Santi, and I will be the pilot of this TRSS airship. That's right. I am the captain. I am the co-pilot. I am the basically all your needs. I'm even your stewardess, depending on how much you're paying. 
Be sure you check us out on Facebook at the Regular Season Sportscast page as well as on Instagram at Regular Season Sports. Check us out on Twitter at RWJSanti as well as on the Snapchat page at WaterbedRedRW. And which, by the way, I've been getting a lot of, you know, know, people have been adding me there. And I I get kind of weird because I don't know you people, but I still add you anyway. Which is, oh, okay. I, uh, that's what the purpose of this is, right? Be sure you also check me out on Jay Sancy, the Facebook page. I tend to forget that I have a Jay Sancy Facebook page. That's why I basically culminate everything that I do on social media and it goes straight through there. And, of course, check out the YouTube page at the Regular Season Sportscast. Be sure you check that out. And big, big shout-out to RageWorks.net where everything's going on, everything's popping, everything's crackerlocking over there. You got the, of course, you got the My Take Radios. You have Call Me When It's Over. You have this show. You have TRSS Overtime with Meth and Matt. And everything you want baseball, that's what you get there. You get Black is New Black and tons of other stuff that's going on there. We Make sure you check it out because we also have on RageWorks.net, we have a new show coming out that's catered to comic books. And I, I tell you, if it, it, we're going to be that avenue for everything you want. We're going to give it to you. That's where we at. That's what we have there for you. Make sure you check us out at RageWorks.net. I'm just, I'm just doing a rundown in my head about all the stuff that we have to make sure that we check. Oh, make sure you check us out on uh, at uh, the shop zone at RageWorks.net forward slash shop. You can get everything, all apparel, paraphernalia, everything connected to all the RageWorks.net shows. Make sure you check it out. Shout out to my man, Javon Lewis, who posted on facebook his shirt that he purchased the latest in the trss clothing apparel you have the undisputed the undisputed sports talker shirt thank you for us for for supporting that shout out to you out there and if anybody's getting any apparel from rageworks.net let us know i will share it post it send kisses whatever it will be that's what that's what we do over here thank you for your love and your support your your support and 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 Everything that you've done for us. So yeah, man, this is this, this has been a, a week of opening of college football. We also have the preparation for NFL. We also had uh the, the closing month of baseball. And for all you people who have kitties out there, school has started. Yes, as you all know, Jada Resanti has his own little schoolgirl, super producer Sally, who has her school year starting. She'll be entering the fourth of greatest and I got to tell you, she is not that excited. I tell you that this year is a sports season where everything jumps up on you fast. Like a couple of months ago, I was sitting here trying to scramble and scrape to find subject matter for the show. And right now, everything hits you pulverizing quickly. You got the NFL happening. Uh, like I said, baseball's in its last month. NHL is about to start soon, so as well as NBA. This is like the time when I was like a hurricane of just sports info. So I just want to give you guys the heads up of what's going to be going on with TRSS. Uh, we, we're going to we usually bro, like broadcast and up, upload broadcast, like if I'm doing shit live. But usually upload for you guys to download towards the end of the week. But since football is starting and we have... You know, football picks, and we want to give some kind of rundown of, of the NFL. 
Shows are going to be coming out on looking at Wednesdays, most likely Thursdays, no later than Fridays. So we'll probably, if it's on Fridays, we'll miss a game, but you guys could laugh at us or wrong picks that we're doing. Speaking of us, we're going to have a contest that's going on within the TRSS studios and our family here. It's going to be a, a, a thing in which I've been talking about in previous episodes. It's going to be myself. It's going to be Methan Matt and Super Producer Selly. What we're doing is we're going to make our picks. And with those picks, each week we're going to, we're going to pick on the winners and losers of the NFL week. And at the end of the season, there will be some prizes and some punishments. Now, the punishments we cannot disclose as of yet because it's basically something that we don't want. Uh, it's 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 something that is, is going to be somewhat humili- humiliating to us. But as for Sally, Sally's just trying to she's trying to win some some roller skates. That's all it is that she wants. So guys, root for her. Most likely she's going to get it anyway. But whatever. Be sure to check us out on the regular season sportscast page because that's where we're going to be posting the the picks as well as the results for each week. So check that out there at the regular season sportscast page on Facebook. Other than that, it's been a lot of stuff that's been going on for myself. Uh, finally, I'm over my earache. I had an ear infection for for about a week or two. It's funny when you you get one of those you get one of those things because it's either you got it from the change of weather, you get it from uh, probably your surroundings, or it'd probably be some dumb shit like me where I enjoy Q-tips and I dug a little bit too deep. That's what the doctor told me. The doctor told me that I shouldn't be putting Q-tips in my ear. What you should, if there's anything larger or, or, or bigger, or and he sounded German, so I just zoned them out after a while but now i've learned my lessons because i really enjoyed cleaning my ears out so i'm not doing that anymore you you really start to appreciate the senses that you have once you don't have them for a moment and uh once that was done the preparation like i said for super super producer sally she has school coming up entering fourth grade and Getting everybody in order, you know, the videos that we have. We got reviews coming out for YouTube on the YouTube page. Be sure you check us out for that. We got uh, uh, NBA 2K17 uh, reviews coming out. As well as I want to do a lot of sports movies. I want to check them out. Even if they're old sports movies, I want to do that. Just throw them out there just to say. You know, even their vintage kind of movies. Uh, I'm, tr- I'm trying to go or like Unnecessary Roughness or... The replacements, stuff like that. I just want to throw content out there, especially for people who have yet to see movies like that. Just through a review, just just throw it out there so, so people could check them out, even if they haven't seen it yet. Just trying to throw as much content as possible. Also, be sure you check out that I did the um, House of Glory High Intensity. Big shout out to them. They have another show that's coming out. It's on September 24th at the Elks Lodge in Queens Boulevard. Make sure you check them out at hogwrestling.net. You get all the information and ticket sales. Already the first row has been sold out. That's crazy. It's already done. So make sure you check them out there for ticket information as well as card information. Card is subject to change. Make sure you check them out there. Other than that, got a lot of content coming out. We're going to finish off with Lorenz Dean coming up for this episode. 
got a the part three for him at the at, at this episode. It'll it'll be um basically the finale of his his venture with a certain promotion tier one. Yeah, tier one uh, wrestling promotion in New York City. Make sure you check you check this out this episode as well as I got an exclusive exclusive with a new school. Yes, it's a new uh, a new school that's it's that's doing advertising on this on this show. As a matter of fact, I'm about to play the advertisement here in a minute. It's uh, if you ever wanted to be an announcer for anyway, this will be the school for you. Check it out. I'm not sure if they check cleared yet, but I'm going to play it anyway. Also, got an interview with Josie's boy, your girl's favorite artist, host of Call Me When It's Over at RageWorks.net. Got an interview with him. We're going to talk about his. He has um, he's he, he's a guy who's very competitive when it comes to um, everything in life. So we're going to make sure we check you check him out on that big rundown uh, with. All things sports, uh, like we always do here. We have uh, this week's rant. I want to talk about football and women. Yeah, football and women. I, I saw a lot of memes and posts about football season is coming. Uh, women get ready to make us sandwiches. I, when, mm, I want to talk about that. Also, got some, got some, got some stuff going on with uh, college football. As I said, the upsets were there. Uh, fantasy football. I'll talk to you guys about quickly. I want to tell you about you because uh, I, I was in two leagues this year, so I'm going to tell you how I fared. Fuck you, Yahoo, because apparently Yahoo has a thing against me. And of course, in Turbuckle Tabloid, we got coming down everything that's going and pushing with WWE and other aspects of wrestling. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, just just bear in mind that this um this school is not for everybody, but for those who are in the know with communications and want to be a part of it, give it a look. So, so we'll be back. Have you ever want to get into the field of communications? Do you feel that you have the testicular fortitude to be behind a mic? Do you believe that you have the grapefruits, the cassava melons, the cojones to work for the WWE? Well, my friends, we have an annex school for you. Sign up for WWE Announcer School of Broadcasting. That's right. You can apply for positions in the announcing field. And you can be a part of communications and announcing teams. Just as in NXT, we like to bring up our own type of announcers. And you can be a part of the learning experience with our own professors. JBL and Michael Cole. So if you want to ramble on incoherently and you want to make comments about non-factual historical events and miss calls of moves and finishers, well, this is the annex for you. Take a listen of one of our graduates from WWE announcers School of Broadcasting. Johnny Wave is one of our prestigious students who graduated and became the lead announcer at God Awful Wrestling. Take a listen to one of his commentaries. So this wrestler reminds me of The Rock who debuted in WWF in 1999 under the alter ego 
fabulous Pebble Rose. When The Rock debuted, he came in as a firestorm. Everyone loved him, the fans were behind him, and his big finisher, the Pebble Splash, went over big with everyone in wrestling. That's why our friends here at WWE Announcers School of Broadcasting. This is a place where you can hone your craft and become one of the top elite professionals in our business. Take a listen of one of our other highly astute graduates from our school, Mickey Flames, as he does commentary and announcement for top-tier promotions. Oh, my God! He just finished him off with a Mitch Kanoko driver! Uh, Mickey, that was a wrist lock. Yeah, that's what I said! Wow, what a wrist lock! Our expansion program also has courses designated in the field of football announcing and commentary. You two can bubble up historical moments and well-known football plays. For example, here's a tidbit for you guys. Using the Chicago defense, the Jacksonville Jaguars was able to win an astounding six Super Bowls in a row. Yeah, true. Look it up. Yeah. They was able to win with a historical play by Joe Namath hitting, take this, in stride, Jerry Rice with the Statue of Liberty Mammoth shotgun play. uh, John Gruden himself couldn't even call that. It's true. Look it up on Wikipedia. It's true. We here at WWE Announcers School of Broadcasting take pride in all of our students and graduates. And if you don't believe that, you're fired. You can follow it online for WWE Announcers School of Broadcasting at www.enouncers.edu. Tuition could be paid off by student loan, financial aid, or an endorsement by the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase. This paid advertisement is brought to you by the regular season sportscast. Hey guys, this is Drew Galloway, and you're listening to the podcast called TRSS. Live the gimmick. This week's rant. All right, y'all. For this week's ranks, I want to talk about. There was a lot of stuff that I saw this week with football starting up. I don't know if it's like male testosterone or just like social observations, or maybe something very personal with certain individuals and in in their livelihood. But a lot of males were, I guess, you know, very prepared for the football season, and they just wanted to let the female counterpart know that you know with football season coming just make sure that you take care of your man make sure you get the sandwiches and beers ready and you know keep your lips shut and i was like really and mind you this was not something that just happened recently like it's not like a for the new year this i saw this for a few years now and I, i'm gonna pose a question on the facebook uh, uh, regular season sports guys page about this. If any of you individuals who are in a relationship or have girlfriends or whatever, like, do you guys have to deal with the issue of watching sports, particularly football, and have problems with it? If there's and when I was when I was in my relationship, I, I was in a relationship for almost ten years, and I never had the big the like 
debate or arguments about watching sports, particularly like particularly football. I've never had an issue with that. You know, if I was in a house, I sat in front of the TV. That's what it was. I just was doing the norm. You know, I I I, I never had that that constant argument about oh you you not paying attention to me. That shit came with other nonsense. It didn't come because of sports or football. It came with other aspects of the relationship. I I I I tend to feel that a lot of men put that as a heavy to put that as a I don't know if in the def, uh, I, I don't know if there's an excuse or a deflection of what the reality is of their relationship. I, I don't I don't I don't I don't get that. Because to me it's it's like if your girl watches Scandal or watches Loving Hip Hop or whatever. If you're into it, you're into it. If not, put your ass on the fucking Xbox or the PS4 and play whatever. Like it's it's I don't I don't see why would that be so much of an issue. Now, the other issue would be was like, well, you know, if I'm doing this and you have a problem with it, well, maybe you should participate in it. Okay. Would you want to participate in your girl crocheting or um I don't know, what what's another thing that females but <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Josie. But tampon shopping, which, by the way, I've done. I've done that. Yeah, I've done that. I, I my my whole motto for that was I'd rather go buy tampons and Kotex than buy fucking Similac and damper and Pampers. I, I'd rather do that, which I end up doing anyway. But <laughs> but in any case, my whole I, my whole idea is like, okay, if you have a, a if you have a woman who's open to being a part of your activity if she wants to learn let's say you're watching football are you able to have the patience to teach because that becomes another aspect because a lot of guys will sit there and they're like oh my god this is my time this is my this is what i'm supposed to be doing you know what you can't have both you know you can't sit there and think that you 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 want to have, mind you, football is all day on Sundays. All fucking day. Starts at 1 on, if you're in the East. Starts at 1. Doesn't finish until 12 o'clock at fucking night. If you're a diehard fucking football viewer. If you're a fan like that. So you you got to understand that you're committing yourself to one day in which you're not with her. Especially if you don't live, especially if you live with her. If you don't live with her, it's even worse because that's another day that you, it's missed. But if you're living with each other, the whole tangible of maybe you guys are bonding and learning something with it, you got to be open to it. If you find it to be an annoyance, then I don't know. Maybe you maybe you should start you know, going out with a guy who loves football. I don't I don't know. You know I have a I have a eight, I have an eight year old who's going to be nine now, and she's about to start learning football. She wants to learn it. She came to me. She says, you know, she says, "Daddy, I want to learn it." So now she's going to be part of. TRS says our, our, our contest is going on and it's a part of our bonding because of the situation we have now. She's not with me as as we used to have our living situation. So now this is something that we can bond with and she wanted to learn. She wants to learn it. Am I going to sit there and tell her, no, this is daddy's time. If you have somebody that wants to learn something from you, at least fucking appreciate the fact that somebody wants to sit and learn it. Be be appreciative. And if it's your girl, this is something that is it's something that you can share. 
I see, and let me do the flip side. I see guys who, who's you know, significant other who who are part of their ritual. They they wear the same jersey they have. They um, they 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 they, they participate in the same activities. Maybe fantasy football. Hell, I've seen some that that's played in a flat football league with each other. You know that that's their bonding. I I I just. I'm, I'm going to put it out there in a, on, on the Facebook page. Like, what? Where is it that you guys can find some type of, of connection when it comes to your sports and it comes to your relationship? You know, and, and, and to me, honestly, I find it I find it attractive to find a woman that knows somewhat something about sports. Hell, if you fucking knew who won Super Bowl twenty, I'm like. Oh shit, I'm impressed. But I'm impressed by a lot, any motherfucker that can tell me that shit. But if a woman knows it, it's like, oh, okay. But a, you know, of course, the assumption would be that she's gay, <laughs> she's a lesbian or some shit. But and no, in any case, that's that's something that I'm cool with having. Like one of my homegirls, she's she's particip- she's participated in fantasy football. She knows the game, and I think it's it's something that you look at. Like, oh shit. Uh, you, you raise an eyebrow like okay you might not know how to fucking fry a chicken but at least you know what college tom brady went to shit all right, all right. <laughs> so i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna put that out there on the facebook page regular season sportscast facebook page i'm gonna i'm gonna throw some question out there and i'm gonna see what you guys think about that but for me it's like if you're if you're significant other even if you're a woman who's listening to this and you're male counterpart is not into sports check to see if he has a penis but other than that but if i, I want to know what you you guys think because i think it's a, it should be a shared and learned experience rather it be sports or video games or whatever so let me know guys man we talking sports and shit so starting off sports and shit i gotta tell you the biggest thing that's happening this this time of year is fantasy football. Fantasy football has like a multi-million dollar, almost maybe in the billions when it comes to gamblers, it comes to fans. It, fantasy football is a huge, huge area of the sport that grosses. People invest in everything from DraftKings to red zone uh packages and their cable companies it, it's it's remarkable of what goes on this type of year and i look at it as basically a fun activity to do with my friends sure i'm with a, a, a league in which has money involved and sure i want to win and sure i have not won yet and i believe i should have but some of these players start playing like shit when i start them and they all right i don't want to go into it because i start getting angry but any case fantasy football is one of those things that a even if you're not a big hardcore football fan you could be a part of for fun uh b once you're in a league it helps you to be more attentive or what's going on with football I know, I know, and I know certain individuals who don't do fantasy football. They'll play, you know, fantasy basketball. They do fantasy baseball. But either case, whatever brings your attention to a sport, it's good. And 
I think that there's a lot of there's a lot of individuals who 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 weigh themselves to put too much time and energy in something that is just supposed to be recreational. Granted, I have one league that the pot is a thousand dollars, and of course, I want to win it. Of course, I want to win that. That's 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 that's. That's some money that is going to be good, especially around the time in which the payoff is, which is on Christmas time. Damn right. I'm going to be a part of it. And I want to be. But at the end of the day, you're a part of something that you really don't have too much control of. You're not on the field scoring touchdowns. You're not doing that. You're, you're, you're not you're not you're, you're, you're not running for the first down trying to get me two extra points as a running back. You're not doing it. But with that. I still get anxiety and agita for it. Oh my God, you have no idea. Every year I sit there and I tell myself, why do I do it to myself? Why? Because at the end of the day, regardless of how, how much, and I'm talking about myself, as much as I sit there and I, and I'm not a competitive person and I'm like, Hey, yay. I love to participate. Deep down the side, I do want to win, especially with something like this. I do want to win. So let me give you a rundown of what occurred on my past drafts. I had uh, two two drafts that occurred this past week. One was for, of course, the TRSS, uh, our, our TRSS Civil War fantasy football draft. And we did it through Yahoo. Yahoo has grades. Let me know on the regular season sportscast page what uh what outlets do you use some of you guys use nfl.com some of you use uh cbs.com some of you guys use espn i'm used to using yahoo so with this past week on my uh the one that i did for my job which is we call it the black hole sounds like um sounds like my night in bangkok a couple of years back I drafted the way I drafted. I came in at the number two pick. Now, if you draft by this time you're hearing this, it's already, you know, you should already have your drafts done. It should be over with. Nobody should be drafting after the first week of the season. That's just ridiculous. Unless you're part of some uh, draft Kings or whatever online money games that you could do it every week. I can understand that. But this past weekend should have been your, your, your draft weekend. First of all, everybody puts heavy importance on draft positioning. For me, I'm not a guy that likes to draft too high. I don't, I'm not a fan of drafting at the one, the two, or even a three. I'm comfortable with being four, five, six, and even a seven, sometimes even at the eighth position of drafting because you're able to open up the field of drafting. See what's what 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 everybody else is looking at for themselves, depending on who, who, what type of people you're dealing with. A lot of them are like to run straight down a line of highest uh, fantasy football points projected or uh, past history and stuff, in which I, I I saw this past week. So I got the first positioning for this one, which was the the black hole fantasy football draft i was at the two i drafted at two i was kind of uh skeptical with that but i i was comfortable with how to balance off with it i had already drafted with trss so i was already aware of what was going to be there 
another key point that I can give you guys is if you're drafting with a a PPR, which is for points per reception, which means any any receiver, running back or wide receiver, they get points for any catches that they make. Be sure that you're aware of any catches that were made prior season to said receivers that you get. So big money guys are, let's say, Odell Beckham or Des Bryant. Those, those are the ones that you look for. If you're, if you're starting off and you're playing, because believe me, I had people who were DMing me and messaging me this week and asking me, oh, check out my, check it, check out my pick for this past week, check out my draft for what I did. If you see, on the draft list, what's there available at the top of the each list? Take it. Go for it. Just take it. You know why? Because once you take it, someone else is going to be wanting to offer you some trades. Just take what's there. For me, I, I, I do a balance to where I look for what's available, what's the highest points, and then try to fill the roster, be it running backs, tight ends, whatever the case may be. So, for instance... Uh, for the TRSS draft, which everybody else's draft would have had, Antonio Brown from Pittsburgh, and um, I believe they had uh, uh, Adrian Peterson as they one and twos from the Vikings. I was at the three, so I knew already that I was. But some also had Odell Beckham on there as well. So let me just uh, clarify that as well. So me at the three for one of my drafts, I went out of the loop and I took. Gronkowski. I shut down a lot of motherfuckers that wanted him. They knew they were going to get him for the second round. They wanted him. Have fun. If you're playing for money, just have the optimistic goal of, yeah, I'm going to win, but in wholeheartedness, just just win. Just go for the win. Other than that, don't. Re- and, and I've heard people say that with fantasy football, oh, it takes a lot of time. It's a, it's a lot of stress. It's like, no, it's five minutes. You have a Thursday. Got the first game that you have to call for a Thursday. You have players playing on a Thursday. You want to put them in? You want to put them in? If not, then not. Other than that, it's not that stressful. Just relax, man. I'll give you guys, I'll give you guys the updates of what's going on with my fantasy football league. By the way, for both of my drafts, I got a C-plus from Yahoo. Go fuck yourself, Yahoo. This past week in college football, we had oof, over the week, which actually technically is week two for many colleges because, you know, sometimes they start earlier than others. But in any case, we saw, saw a plethora of upsets. I mean, we had teams like Notre Dame, who was upset by Texas. We had, which, by the way, I'm very pleased because I'm a Michigan guy and Although we're not scheduled to play them this year, which we should, I think that was done purposely because they know that Michigan has a very good team this year. We're at seven in last ranking. We're at five now. We had Houston beat Oklahoma. We had a 15 knockout, a three, which is, which is huge, especially for opening game. I, and it's, it's one of those. In which that division, everybody's, everybody, it's, it's basically a drag down, crabs in a barrel type of division. And one of the big upsets that we had was you had a rank team at UCLA take a loss to 
Texas A&M, which, by the way, Texas A&M was a team that was looking to not have a successful year this year. And it looks like they stocked up and built up their 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 infrastructure and they look they they look pretty decent especially with a team against ucla i think they might be able to, to stand up in their in their conference so begin to look out for them the first week was let me just tell you if you can't get enough of what the nfl is watch college football it's fun there's a lot of scoring there's a lot of a lot of different plays there's a lot of trick plays there's a lot of schemes give a look out man it's actually pretty good to watch man college football is so much it's so much fun to watch by the way let's go michigan because i sunned you and lastly i want to give a big shout out to drew holiday who decided to sit out the beginning of the nba season to be there for his wife who is going through surgery and treatment for brain uh, a brain tumor Drew Holiday and his wife Lauren Holiday, who's a two-time gold medalist uh, soccer player, she will be undergoing surgery, and is is uh, six weeks after the birth of her child will be having to deal with uh, uh, any therapy and chemo. So he will be with her through this time, and it's not a lot of individuals who will go through that. So. Um, Prayers and respect goes out to them, and hopefully everything pans out for them and their family. It's 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 rare that you hear instances like this. Everything in sports for some individuals is always on a negativity and so so highly bashed. But for when you hear stories like this, it's great to acknowledge those. So more power to them, and hope for a great and fruitful future for them both. Jesus. All right, guys, this will lead us to our interview segment. Be sure you check us out on the Regular Season Sportscast page on Facebook as well as on Instagram at Regular Season Sports as well as on Twitter, RWJ Santi. Be sure you check us out on Snapchat or uh, Waterbed Red RW, the YouTube page. And, of course, like I said, I, I, I got to plug it more with the Jay Santi page on Facebook. Make sure you check it out. Check, check us out there. And RageWorks.net. Everything geeky, everything fun, everything TRSS and all our podcasts is all there. So uh, we'll be back. Take a listen to our whatever announcers we have to spew to you. So give us a moment. Fucking bullshit! <laughs> A bird with a word came to me The sweetness of a honeycomb tree And now I look what's taking over me Couldn't fake it if I wanted to I had to wake up just to make it through I got my patience and I'm making do I learned my lessons from the ancient rules I choose to follow what the greatest do a bird with a word came Situations the cuddling, the you know the 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 head the head on the lap, 
during a uh, 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 Netflix time or Does that still exist? Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> when, it, when you're on the couch and you rest your head on the lap. Now there's no head near my lap uh, unless a mouth is going on my dick. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so unless, it's, unless it's pipe time. <laughs> if you ain't eating a sausage, you move your mouth. Say. M-O-P. <laughs> Hey, you know, they, they get lost. Hey, I know some pe- some some women get lost yeah. in that translation because they think it's just like subtle, just moments. They think when, it's easy. Yeah, it is. Like yeah. no, no, yeah. I, you know what one thing leads to the fucking next. It's like uh, I'm not with that. I'm not. I'm. It's it's you know, so many people. Of course, women. Obviously, it's like we we complain about. The one, well, the one thing that we don't care about is sex, and sex is the most energy. Right, that's the most. That's as intimate as not, you can get. Not only just physical, it's just just it's, it's a being. lot. Yeah, it's, it's a, a lot. Physical, mental, it's emotional, a, it's a living being with like there's levels because it's like you don't have to to be intimate. You don't have to just kiss. So it's like you. I mean, um, to 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 have sex, you can, yeah. you can kiss, you can hold hands, you can cuddle. You can be intimate like, verbally. Those are three things I pay attention to. Mm. Like I can't. You know, and it's funny because, like, uh, you know, shout, shout out to my boy uh, EKG. He, uh, we we always talk. He's like, "Yo, you always have problems with women." I'm like, "What do you mean?" He said, "That's because you keep giving them grade A." I'm like, "Nigga, when do you not give anybody grade A dick? Like, how do you not give your best?" Who the hell wants to give sloppy like, dick? Like, like you, I'm a you, slack and give you a C. Well, first of all, my ego would not allow me to not give you like the best of the best. Like, I, I'll sit there. I'm and, trying to break your bed. Yeah, I'm, I'll sit there and bullshit for me like, yo, I haven't been in the game for a minute, so I might not. I might be working the best, but you damn sure I'm gonna come all, off the fucking bench and try to yeah. hit a fucking home run. Yeah, and I gotta sit there and, and, and try to get some. Uh, I'm, uh, I can't give a grade A dick because then you know. I she don't want more. Oh, get them. She, yo, I know, if 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 a woman hasn't gotten any in a while, she's gonna want more no matter what, whether it's an F or an A. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She's trying to get F'd. <laughs> F. Hey, yo, A better give it to her. Damn right. You know what I'm saying? Yo, dumb A better give it to her. <laughs> in case you don't know by now, we're here with your girl's favorite artist, the host of Call Me When It's Over, my guy, your guy, everybody's guy. Mr. Josie's boy himself. Huh? He's in the he's in the building. Huh? He's in the building. Huh? So now we just like you just you just walked in on the conversation we were having, and it's funny because I usually, of course, we're supposed to relate a show, but sometimes I just mm-hmm. want to take take a detour and go left. Sometimes things just, change when I come. Yeah, of course, it just things change when I come. It, it'll veer veer back into the scores one way or yeah. another. But yeah, it's it's always a. a a thought process, especially for me nowadays, since uh, newly being single for some time and having to get my mind right for what's to come. Like I just mm-hmm. recently had a, uh, a change of levels when it came to the transitioning of the separation, you know, now, you know, uh, my, my, my daughter's mother, my ex is now going into her next phase of her life. So you're full blown f- friend mode now. Yeah. Yeah. It's done. Full-blown like any, anyone who's, who, who has any thoughts of, you know, maybe they'll get back together. No, it's not not in that mode at the at the at the not, time. Not at the time, but not at no. I'm saying yeah. not at the time. No, not yeah. not at this moment. Yeah, it's you know, relationships are weird, man. Because they always say, you know, if you love something, let it go, and if it comes back, it belongs to you. And with the age we live in right now, specifically because of like social media and shit, I feel like. If there's any chance of rekindling any kind of relationship that anybody ever has, right, it's going to be prolonged for for a long time, for I, a very long time. And 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 the one thing I can say that I'm grateful for at the moment right now is that it hasn't been 
rocky or like destructive. I right. thought he was gonna say because you know me. Well, no. shit. <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> well, that as well. But that that goes that goes without saying. We we already we already have the declaration of the heterosexual life mates. <laughs> but but it, it it goes without saying. It goes with 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 the thought process. Like it, you know, what was more destructive was the relationship, right? You know, right. and you and everybody think would think the fallout will be just like World War fucking three, yeah. And being, I guess, understanding the you know what's the big task at hand has mm-hmm. been very, has very been conscious for the both of us, and we've been actually very civil and very good That's to cool. each other. And like you said, it's been the friend mode. But now, like I, I've gotten to, and I've never admitted this before until I'm going to do it now. And mm-hmm. I, I might have, what, what what best way to do it is on my own fucking podcast. Mm-hmm. I was uh, I was giving back my engagement rings, mm-hmm. and I it, it was given to me on the low. Like I didn't, it wasn't told that they were being given back. I had to like go through find certain them. bags and find them. Like it was a fucking treasure hunt that I didn't know I was involved in. Mm-hmm. It's like oh, a scavenger hunt that nobody fucking put me on to mm-hmm. and when i opened it you know i looked at it for a second and you know it, it doesn't become like one of those fucking clarification like like your moment of clarity thing you just look at it and you go okay uh, all right nah, i guess i'll go to the pawn shop right <laughs> yeah. like I, haven't I haven't gotten there yet i haven't gotten there yet i'm wait i'm i'm petty as a motherfucker no, 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 i don't I, have money in my pocket dude, you already know i am I know. king petty I know. but i'm at a thing to where like i still have it and i'm just waiting for the right moment to do that move like i just have it i guess I oh like now yeah like, <laughs> what time is it? <laughs> i might need a beer run soon but <laughs> no but it, I, i've gotten to that point where it's like all right i could i could i can really get my mind right to move forward like mm-hmm. when you went through your breakup because you went you was in a relationship just as probably as long as i was mm-hmm. when did your moment go you said i'm I, i'm 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 ready to go i'm ready to move on like i'm really because i know you had like some hope that it would get you guys could get back together uh at first it was hope right at first it was hope uh then uh you know because all right this this is how it goes I want to say we've been separated for like separated like I was married, right? Um, I I broke up. We broke up like two years ago. Now, like officially, two years ago, and it was really hard at first because like that was pretty much my life. Yeah, like she had a big fucking chunk of my life, right? And she took up most of my twenties. Yeah, and that's like the party time, which I didn't care about. Like it didn't bother me. You know what I'm saying? I was I was I was raised to be good either way like i know how to take care of a woman i enjoy myself when you find the right person you know but um it took it took me a, a, a long while to deal with shit and like even still at like some points now like i still just don't want to see snaps and i don't want to see certain pictures i don't want to see right. certain postings like because it like it's still bother it's gonna bother me no matter what right. but it's not as drastic as it was when it first happened like it took me a long time to get to a certain headspace like i might have been out there fucking whatever like i broke a lot of hearts mm. because i'm a broken man right and i feel i'm all right i don't feel terrible <laughs> i'm like oh, i don't feel terrible i know there there was maybe like two women that i feel really bad about uh i feel like i f- i fucked some things up but then i also feel like i inspired a lot of women 
what I'm saying? Like, I'm not a fuck because, boy. because of your your my hurt. shrewdness. Yeah, because of my yeah, exactly my honesty. Yeah. Like, I'm 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 quick to say like, all right, you know what? I'm not ready for a relationship because mentally I'm still fucked up. Like two years later, I'm still fucked up mentally. Right. Still. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm, I'm not gonna say I'm afraid of commitment, but I cringe when somebody, like, tries to get too close to me. Like, I can't do the, the texting all the time. Right. The all the time call. I can't do that anymore. You know what I'm saying? I, I need time. I need time. And, uh, after a while, you just tell yourself, like, all right, you know what? Why am I wasting my time? You know what I'm saying? Like, as beautiful as a woman as she is, I know when I'm not wanted. You know what I'm saying? I'm known when I'm not want to be. I know when I don't want to be seen. I know when I don't want to be spoken to. Like I'm not a fucking fool. But it's like you you just keep running back for a while. Then after a while, it's like all right, how long? It's like the 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 dog with the newspaper when you smack him on the nose. Eventually they'll learn. Yeah, Pavlov's law. Exactly. Yeah, the Pavlov's law. So it's like all right, fuck it, whatever. You want to talk to me? Find me. Not even on some ego shit. Mm. It's like I'm not wasting my time anymore. I, mean, I, can, I love you and everything, but I'm not wasting my time. Anymore. Yeah, my my with my situation, it was more of the I knew I wasn't wanted mm-hmm. during the relationship. Like it mm. was like it was prevalent. Like it was on the surface. Like that shit. Was, right. You might as well have to fucking put a billboard at the door. But it was neon signs. It, yeah, <laughs> it was like the, the, the signs was written. But the <laughs> other thing was that I with it being as. You know, blatant that as it was, it was right. also like kind of a a fresh understanding of of what's gonna be up, what's gonna yeah, come, what's come up, yeah, yeah, what's, what's gonna what's yeah. upcoming. And like you said, for me, I don't, I don't, I I get those. You know, Facebook gives you those on this day, the memories bullshit. I don't up, update my Facebook, so I can't do that. Yeah, you don't get those like that. Nope. Yeah, yeah, I get this. I'm, I'm constantly on. Yeah, I get yeah, them yeah, all the time. So yeah. I get all you know, I get all the the you know the pictures, the um. The, the 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 comments the, the that I made, in general, like yeah. that. and you look at it. But you know, one thing that I found myself that I don't do, what? and I think that's why I said it's either I'm healthy or I'm broken enough to not really give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Where I don't sit there and, and question, like, damn, what happened? Like, I don't do that. You know, I never did because I know what happened with me. Yeah, and I think that's so probably I never, what it is. I, never I know what once happened. Questioned it. Yeah, because you know I get those it. questions from people who's like, "Yo, like, you know, you okay?" And I'm like, "I'm good. Like, I'm all right. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not fucking. I'm not putting the blade to the wrist going upwards. It's never, like I'm good. Never. Yeah, no, never. that's not gonna happen. Never. I'm not killing myself for nobody. You know, but you know, like, and but the next, the next transition, and that's the other thing that people need to understand when they go through. That's why sometimes when I see. You know, and, and it's also how people's mental situation can be because sometimes right. you, you you're, you're you're chemically imbalanced or you you've had a rough history or whatever, mm-hmm. and you don't you you don't know how to deal with certain situations, right? Because sometimes you've just been damaged already, right? With me, it's just like the focal point is my child and waiting to see how she handles the situations and, mm-hmm. and and you know blessings to be all she's been doing really good man mm-hmm. either she's a great actor or she's just really good <laughs> no fact i uh, mean but just remember you also have to be sane to make sure that she's sane right so it's like it's a it's a balance it's like a balance, we had a we yeah. had a conversation today about uh she she heard of like uh, situations where uh uh, parents broke up and mm-hmm. the father is not involved in the child's life and she even questions she's like what kind of man is that and my daughter's you know for you guys y'all know super producers at least she's she'll be nine and it's like she's asking these questions like why would the father be and you know they, it's tough to even explain that to a child 
Mm-hmm. That you know, maybe you know, maybe the mother's a bitch, or <laughs> like you know, like maybe it's not always because the father's the, a bad dude. Like you just, That's a fact. yeah. So, but when 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 you went through your, your emotions and your separation happened, because me, I'm still in the, I'm still in obscurity. My like my dick is still in witness protection. I haven't seen like <laughs> I, I, need, I need to I need to put mine away. I haven't seen vagina since I think uh, the, the last Sons of Man album, like. <laughs> Like, I don't know. <laughs> y'all know y'all. If y'all get that oh, reference, God. y'all old as fuck like oh, me. <laughs> um, when you when you when you made your transition, you was like, you know, fuck, I'm ready to go. Yeah. How like was it awkward or did you just like did you just go like full steam and just say fuck it? I just went straight for it. You know, you know what it was, man. Uh, my grandmother always raised me to 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 never never chase a woman. Not not you know. My grandma believes in in love and all that stuff, but she also knows like you got a life. If nobody, if this person doesn't want you, go do what the fuck you want to do. And right. my whole family still believes that me, me and her, we're gonna get married. Right. Like still, my family believes that shit. I'm like, yo, we don't even speak. Like, I, I, like, I, I hear from her every once in a while, maybe, but right. that, that's it. So it's like I don't know what's gonna happen in a few years from now, of course. But um, when it, I'm like, is it pleasant? In what sense? Like when you guys do speak, is it like pleasant? To it's like, normal, yeah. Like uh, we, there's no hate or animosity between uh, neither one of us. Because, but it's about is there no there's no awkwardness like because we were, we were best friends yeah. at one point. Like when when I, before I finish this story, um, when me and her first started going out, we waited like almost a year before we called each other like boyfriend girlfriend type thing before there was any titles. Mm. All we did was hang out. Right. Like we were neither one of us was talking to anybody else. But we took time to just chill, because right. oh, instead of rushing in, and I think that made everything better. I think it made everything better. Like we were friends. Like I know her like the back of my hand. Mm-hmm. Like not not now. I don't know who she is now. I'm not gonna lie to See, you. See, that's the thing that that that's the thing that I find that's um, gonna be something that 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 troubles me a little bit. Mm-hmm. But like I told you, everybody is different at different points. In, yeah, in their they, life. they 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 start making you know they they their changes somewhat. Mm-hmm. Even though they didn't change for you, they'll change for somebody else. Like that, that's even, but you know what? It may not even be that. Maybe you just see a certain side that you just haven't seen yet because they haven't hit that certain that point in their yet. life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, I think that's, that's, that's probably one of those things that, um, I wouldn't know. That's why I don't want to see it. Like, mm-hmm. that's why I don't follow her on like social media or none of that stuff. Cause I don't want to see it. Well, I don't want to do it anyway because it's just awkward anyway, but mm-hmm. like, I don't want to see those, those kind of moments because then, that's when I start questioning, and that's become that becomes ego shit. That becomes, you know, I'm I'm exactly the opposite. Like yeah. I'm I'm glad I still have her, so that way I could become numb to it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like cause it's it's just like it's like torture. Not saying I like to be tortured, but I'm saying you know, let it like just let it ride out, let it ride its wave, because eventually you get tired of falling. You know what right. I'm saying? But uh, to answer your question, when me and her literally, when me and her, the day we broke up, because I don't give a fuck, Leo. I don't care what any female says. I don't care what any dumb nigga says. Like, if you are on a break, you are broken up. There is no such word as we're no phrase as we're on a break. Yeah. That don't exist. No, you guys are broken up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying on so, a break. What the fuck? Yeah, no. <laughs> you know what's on a break? Spring break, summer break, winter break. That's a break. And yeah. I'm not in school, nigga. So like, let's cut it out. It's like, nigga, we ain't fucking Ross and Rachel, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Friends, motherfucker. Yeah. So, when, like, literally the day we broke up, I was super pissed. And somebody, the first girl I, I messed with, right, right out of it, out of the gate, 
she hit me, she texted me on some happy Thursday shit. Cause at that point we was just cool mm. and we were supposed to work together. So she texts me and like, this is of, co- of course a story I've never told anybody. Mm. Um, I've told you, of course, yeah, of course. But, you know, <laughs> uh, she texts me happy Thursday and, um, that turned into both of us finding out that we both broke up with our partners yeah. and we hung out. I had a show maybe a week that Saturday and we hung out and I mean, you know, things happened <laughs> and cue the music. And for, I mean, and from, from, from then, you know, like I honestly, I just jumped right into it and it was out of anger. And I feel like, I feel like if it, it fucked me up a little bit, mm-hmm. And it also fucked my chances with my ex up. So you pretty much knew that like that that, that would be the door closing. No, I I didn't know because you want you want to know why? Because I, I, I the only reason everything fucked up is because I told her what I did. Oh, because uh, we were still talking, right? We were still chilling and shit like that. And I'm like, I was man enough to tell her mm. whether we together or not. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm around you all the time. Still, we still speak. I told you I fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Even though, because if the shoe was on the other foot and you did whatever you did while we weren't together, like, I couldn't even be mad at you. Right. And, but it's always different when the man does it. Always. Right. So, but yeah, I mean, honestly, I just jumped straight into it. And, you know, with the, with the, I'm not saying I'm some kind of gigolo, but with, with what I do, it, it comes with the territory. Mm. So it's like, I can choose, I turn, I'm not going to lie to you, I turn down a lot of sex. I turned. I turned down. You was um. You was um. Fake celibate for a while. For for like four months, <laughs> three four months, and then you know things changed. Um, but I mean, I I could like uh, in my life, I could still count how many women I had sex with, and ain't even at fifteen yet. No, oh. I think that. But you just you just did it multiple times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just multiple. Yeah, or you know, I can still like I'm not at twenty yet. I want to say probably. I gotta count. I don't know, but I I can still count how many. I can still name the women I had sex with. Yeah, because I, I have morals. I you know, but you know, I have my nice little whole run. I have my dependables now. I have you know my my people that I call up. You know, whatever yeah. we my little, my little buddies and all that. You, shit. you got the creeper ways and what you did recently. Any as well. any the only I don't have. I'm not gonna give up my business. I'm gonna shut up. Yeah, but you, but you, but I say, yeah, you, you, you got the I still do. You got, yeah. little black, you got the little black book. If you have, I have to. dependables. Yeah, I have dependables. <laughs> I definitely have dependables, and I, I like. I feel like every every man should have that. Like whether the the, the and it's not even all about sex. Mm-hmm. It could be some texting. It could be some pictures. It could be just somebody to hang out and talk with. The trade offs. Yeah, yeah, like whatever. You know what I show you you. You show me me. Yeah, like even though nine times out of ten I don't got to show nothing, yeah. but I'm very loose with it. I will if you want me to. <laughs> Um, but as, as everybody would know, if you would just be sure you download "Call Me When It's Over." I mean, you'll know. Oh Jesus, he he he's creeping up on twenty episodes. That's not even a big deal. So let's. It's not a big. Don't put not, no emphasis on the. No, numbers. I know. Like, I know it's not a big deal. But you know what? It's a big deal for us. You know why? Because we we knew that we knew within ourselves that this that you was gonna be great at everything that you do, and that's why I don't put an emphasis on but, the number. Like, but with that also is because there's a lot of people who sit there and didn't know that you had this personality mm-hmm. that you know you, you even said yeah, a lot people, of people don't know they me question yeah. it be like oh i didn't know you were this funny like <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just, i'm just dude, it just so happened to be funny you know what i'm saying like i'm i'm dope that's <laughs> funny you're but, ultra competitive as well very I, extremely and does that affect not only relation not only relationships with women but like does it also affect, i mean your relationships in general with your people with people yes, yes. 
I, I don't have friendships for like super long. So I'm not gonna lie to you. I, I, I was a dude that like the way I grew up, I was I was a real fat kid and I was always angry, I always fought. So I didn't really have like friends yeah. like that. I knew people. We grew up together, and that was that. Everybody made fun of me because I was like, you know, I didn't really have a lot of money. Mm-hmm. I didn't have the name brand clothes. You know what I'm saying? I got made fun of. So I was like, it is what it is. I was an angry dude. Um, my competitiveness does not kill my friendships. My sarcasm and my alpha male <laughs> movements. Because a lot of the people that were my friends couldn't. Di- and it wasn't until like I got older that I actually had friends. Um, they can't deal with how great I am. Yeah, and because I appreciate greatness, and I feel like everybody around me should appreciate greatness too. Because it, it goes both ways. I appreciate everybody else's greatness. Yeah. You appreciate my greatness. I'm not over here acting like I'm better than you, nigga. Like I'm trying to help you be better than what you think you are. And it's no joke because I got I I, like, I can tell you guys genuinely, if there's anyone who will call a spade a spade beside myself is Josie's boy. He will like let it he. To the death, <laughs> to the fucking death. The, the, the tongue is as sharp as a as a as a samurai sword. God damn right, it, it cuts deep. Damn right. I can tell you how competitive we were at a person's uh, party. We were, oh yeah, and they had and I had just introduced them to him. My first time there. The first time there. First time and there. of course, they loved him right out the gate. They were you know they were playing party games and. If you if you want to see somebody, I put called them on niggas out early. Early. <laughs> early, I called them out for cheating early. And people were sitting there, have, you know, having a couple of drinks, trying to be nonchalant with everything, being very cavalier with nope. the game. Nope. nope, no, no, no. Josie's boy's out for blood. He, <laughs> I don't believe in losing in anything. He'll sit there. He I don't care for speed walking. Red, look at me. Pay attention. Work with me. Let's go. Fuck everybody else. <laughs> Listen to me. That's, and that's a fact. Like, you know what it is? It's not, a, I'm not like on competitive to the point where I'm an asshole. It's, I feel like it, it's, you know, it's like I used to tell, uh, you know, like my little homie Salim and uh, I knew him since he was probably about 10, 11. I knew he was about 11, something like that. And I used to whoop his ass in 2K all for years straight. Mm. Just badly demolishing him. And I always tell him, like, yo, when you get older, or even just now, like I beat you so bad that you'd be able to beat your friends badly because you're learning from me. Right. That eventually you'd be able to beat me. Right. And then I'll just come back and kick your ass again. But point being is like when you lose enough, you learn to win in other ways. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I'm not I'm not here just trying to belittle you. I'm trying to show you like, hey, there's just some people you can't beat. So you might as well beat these whack ass niggas over here. You know what I'm saying? And then come back and talk to me. It's funny because you know, you know me. Like when it comes to like video games mm-hmm. and stuff like that, right? I'm not very competitive when it comes to that. Like and other things, I'm very competitive. Like I look at other motherfuckers. I'm gonna be better than this motherfucker in this shit in this world. I think because when I was coming up, mm-hmm. I was I was competitive, but I knew my strengths, so right. I knew that's where I'm gonna I'm gonna bust your ass in. Right. I'm gonna be competitive. Like, right. Like, my, my cousin even opened up the floor. And he was like, "Yo, that nigga Jay. Yo, that nigga." Be on a fucking yo, them nigga bust ass street fighter mode combat. Mm-hmm. Yo, I should be tight. You see that nigga busting everybody's ass. And I was that guy that I did it and it was just like nothing to me. It was like, yeah, I, you know, whatever. Like people will come normal. and be like, yo, go get go get red. Bring them over. So mm-hmm. let's go do this. And I think after a while for me, like it just never like I didn't I I guess I didn't care anymore. Mm-hmm. Or maybe I just knew that I don't have time to like focus on that. No, I feel you. Yeah, I, I didn't focus you. on that. I feel you. 
But I, I can't lie though. I do enjoy those moments of, because <laughs> I, I didn't gloat. Like I never, I never spiked the ball to, to like, like rub it in your face. Like you, you ain't shit, nigga. You should have. <laughs> I rem- I remember like I remember one time. No, tell the story about. Remember you was at the party and they were doing the um the, the they were playing um two K and then they end up putting the the wrestling game and you was busting their ass and that shit too. I forgot it was somebody's party you went. Oh to. yes, <laughs> yes. All right, so I went I went to a um housewarming party. Uh, my home my homeboy Arion, shout out to him, and my homegirl Ashley. Now. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna be, now that I don't have a girlfriend anymore, and cause, you know, my, my ex was friends with Ashley, I'm gonna be completely honest. Ashley is sexy as fuck. <laughs> like that, I, I would eat that any day, bro. And nobody, oh, nobody God. I know is gonna hear this, so I don't care. <laughs> Hopefully she here one day. I ain't gonna lie to you. Like, but, yo, she bad, bro. So. And I, I mean, I wasn't going over there just to solely look at her, oh, but no. I, I was very happy that my ex hung out with her because I'm like, yeah, you can good, sit on my face. It's a good ambiance. Very <laughs> much. I'm pretty sure, man, listen, she looked at my people too. So whatever. Anyway, so um, we went over there and Ariana's is my guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, not my guy. Like, he's a friend of a friend, but so it's kind of like I know him guilty because of association. So whatever have you... uh. And we go to his house, and I didn't want to go. I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't want to go, but we went, and I had a good time. And him being a man's man and me being the guys, like, we guys going to sit in the room. And because Ashley had all her, you know, her little gay friends. Right. Like, you know, they were all from down back from where she, because she's from the DMV area. Right. So everybody came over, and they all, you know, dancing and drinking and shit and doing girl talk and all that so we went in the room hunty yeah all, yes, that good, all the good shit all yes, the good hunty. shit so <laughs> we went in the room and arian's like yo let's play 2k all his boys came over so he would he's one of them like, you can't beat me see that's one thing i'm competitive but i'm not gonna run around being something you can't beat me until you say something see that's until see that's the something. thing that and I, that's that's one thing i could say i've never noticed about you like, yeah i will not you'll never be like not every, until you everybody say something. yeah everybody busts ass everybody mm-hmm. never lo- nobody could i'm probably the only person that you will like, that'll tell you i ain't shit like, yeah you actually are <laughs> not even a lot of you like, yeah. Yo, i bust your ass at 2k and you will like, <laughs> but you don't wear you don't wear it like everybody else wears nah. that shit no. Come get this work on Madden or some Cause, shit like cause that. You know what it is? Because I, I, I like I like to just like silently shut people down. And be like, okay. It's like that in real life. Like, because I don't look like a basketball player, but when I get in the course, it's a I was about story. to say that too. I was about to say that you you. If you guys have not seen Josie's boy, make sure you follow him on Instagram and make sure you check out all his social media that he has out there. Yeah, we'll Snapchat. Get to that. We'll, get, we'll to that. get to that. But he has a look that. It's not very. Um, I'm normal. He does, yeah, he doesn't. Yeah, he's normal. He's normal. You know, general of the light skin army, and he doesn't have like an appearance that's like very confrontational. He's very, he looks very laid back. I'm like the least intimidating person like, you will ever <laughs> see in your life, next to Steph Curry, like and Clay Thompson, and Clay, Clay, nah, Clay Thompson, like he'll without fuck the, you up. No, wait, without the beard though, with the beard, yeah, he's, with the goatee, he like, all right, nigga, he's, he's you very step back from my pockets. Yeah, exactly. But that, that John B. Gaze look. Yeah, like I don't like. I don't walk around bragging until you start talking shit. Like yeah. if you want to talk shit, I can talk shit with the best of them. Yeah, so you know what I'm saying, but I'm quiet about it. So we in the room. Ariel's like, "Yo, bust your ass with Portland, Portland." I'm like, "My nigga, shut the fuck up." <laughs> and um, Lamarcus Aldridge is still there. So he's like, "Yeah, blah 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 blah." And I'm like, "I'm the kind of person that like, all right, I have my set teams, but I don't ever mind playing with other teams because I like trying shit out, and I never complain if I lose." If I play with a new team. So 
We're playing, right? I whoop his ass. He get quiet. He said, oh, you only won by five. I said, a win is a win. I whoop his ass. His boys come in. So now you know when a nigga boys come in, it's a different story. That's when they start feeling themselves. And like, I'm about to, this nigga beat him by five. I'm about to bust his ass. So we play again. I beat him by like 15. And he's like, hey, you know you know how it is in the crib when everybody's around. You lose. You give up the controller. Uh, so yeah, people don't understand the rules. Of, you got to give it up, and this is this is this is legendary. <laughs> yeah, it's been forever since forever. You lose, you give it up. This is I right, this these are the rules I play by in two K one in video games in general. Uh, okay. If you lose, you give it up. Before but you continue, then, let's see. Um, first controller always goes to the person who's in the house. Who, yes, who, who, house, house rules, house, house rules, first house controller. Rules. Um, home court is for whoever wins, right? Mm-hmm. Um. Of course, you give up the controller. If you lose, and then 21-point blowout. Right. Yeah, 21-point right. blowout. That's I don't care if it's in the first quarter. 21-point blowout. Well, uh, that, any, when it's too and, many people. And, and, yeah, when too many people, that's lined up any, any, in any game. Yeah, in any game. Yeah. I mean, you're mad and you got to get 21 blowout. If you get 21 blowout on Madden, you you suck. <laughs> like, stop playing. Um, Shout out to EKG, who I was his ass last time we played Madden. Uh, I think he has seven points. Um, I'm about to get mad. I'm about, I have Madden now. Yeah. yeah we, review coming soon. Anyway. <laughs> um, yeah. So, like, he gives it to his boy. His boy, like, I'm about to pick Chicago. I'm like, all right, whatever nigga do what you want to do. Beat him by, like, ten points. The controller, all I can say, the controller went around the room twice. Damn. Before I beat everybody. It was a good night. And <laughs> Ariane's like, fuck this. This is what basketball on. I mean, uh, wrestling on. I'm like, you sure? <laughs> Cause I, you, you know I, I play that too. I, 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 <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, and I'm bust ass. I'm about to pick. I'm about to pick." I'm like, "You, you got. You know, you got to unlock them people first, right?" <laughs> so I whooped everybody's ass with Randy Orton. I'm like, "Yeah, y'all niggas." Like, I'm. I you don't ever pick a fucking. If you ever want to play me in multiplayer, do not pick Money in the Bank. Do not. <laughs> do not. That should be a rule against me. Do not. Pick money in the bank because I will let all y'all fuck each other up and then pick the ladder up and go win. Uh, exactly. <laughs> go ahead, niggas. I'll take the ladder all the way back to the motherfucking to 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 the Titan Tron so, yep, stage, and so nobody can get it. it. <laughs> yep, all of them, all three ladders, all of them are way back. Now you got to prove yourself. So speaking of competitiveness, we just mm-hmm. had the Olympics this past uh, this past week. Yes. Uh, there was a question that came out that I I, uh, I saw on um I believe it was on uh, Bleacher Report. Mm-hmm. Carmelo Anthony earns his uh his third gold medal. Mm-hmm. Shout uh, out to him. Uh, mo- uh, most points as a uh, all time all time for mm-hmm. for basketball U.S. Olympics. Uh, can this give him a staple or 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 some type of benchmark as probably being one of basketball's greatest athletes? One of the Olympics' greatest basketball players, but That's- he will not be one of the greatest basketball players ever just because you have three medals, right? That because let's be honest, you get into the NBA to win a ring, right? And it sucks that we judge players off of rings, but you got to win to be somebody. You know what I'm saying? So like every there's a the, the game is winner and loser for a reason, right? So you will be one of the greatest Olympic players ever, right? But you unless you win a ring now at his this point in his career. If he doesn't want a ring, he will not be one of the greatest players ever. Does it? Does it? Does it? Does it always have to be about the ring? No, no, because Carl Malone doesn't have a ring. He's one of the best power forwards ever. Right. Um, 
there's a lot of players that don't have rings that are just great players. Like John Stockton, one of the best point guards ever. Uh, mm-hmm. It you know it just keeps going, and you know you. you it, I'm not gonna say your career has to be judged by rings. Like now it does because people are fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it depends on the situation you in. Like Melo, it's like all right, almost uh, the the main people in his draft class that he came in with have rings. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like it's time for you to show and prove now. You know what I'm saying? And his biggest chance was in Denver when they made it to the conference finals. Which I think they should have won that series. They got cheated. I'm not even gonna lie to you. I think they got cheated. The Lakers, they're really good cheaters. But um Yeah, I, you know, it's 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 really hard to to, to kinda give one full answer to that because it's always gonna be a fifty fifty, but for me I don't think rings have to have to define your career unless it's a certain situation. Like Melo's in a dire situation now, right? So it's like, yeah, you can go over there and play European ball, but it's like for some reason you can't win a ring here, and it sucks because he's winning medals with an all star team. It just so happens that he has a sucky team. Like now, in all honesty, like I feel like the Knicks, the starting five, that's the starting five you would get if you did a fantasy draft in my GM. Like nobody will outright just pick those that, players. It, it's funny because you say that, and you have you'll have like a legion of Nick fan, like Nick fans who sit there and go, "Nah, we 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 st- we set now." Yeah, all three of them, <laughs> all three of them, all three Nick fans, all three Nick fans. Because that's that's it. There's no more than three Nick fans. Now everybody about to be bandwagon. No, no, but they'll they'll sit there and think that. This is where they at now, and mm-hmm. they 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 have the keys supposedly to, supposedly to yeah. to be competitive in that in that in that East. Mm-hmm. Uh, if by hook up by crook, mm-hmm. LeBron has like uh, season ending ending injury. God forbid. God forbid. Yeah. Uh, or Cleveland just gets uh suspended for steroid usage for everybody. everybody. The whole start and five. the Knicks win. When what and and and, and NBA ring because uh, all because Golden State because Golden State um we find out that they all uh, are uh, murderers they all murderers <laughs> Stephen Steph Curry <laughs> Steph Curry murder everybody and the Knicks win well, he really is a murderer <laughs> like, yeah. but then, but the Knicks win and and Melo gets a ring can he be put in that circle now of what uh, of great players great basketball players yes but he will never be in the conversation of greatest ever <laughs> yeah he he yeah. Mellow, Mellow, see, but Mellow is in that conversation. People are just being too hard on him. Mellow mm. is is a great player. He has always been. I mean, even coming into the league, I was a fan of his before I was a fan of LeBron. You think you look at it? Him and D Wade both took their team to the playoffs in their rookie year. LeBron's team went Cleveland and do shit. I think they won thirty games or something like that. Right. Both and, and even Dwayne Wade took the Heat into the second round against Indiana, so and, it's like and and this was and a team that wasn't year. supposed to be yeah, that nope. rookie year they had Lamar Odom that was it that was it and Melo is if anybody who plays basketball or knows basketball will tell you Melo is is a great player he is in the conversation of great players but until he wins a ring. Be, and and I think this gold medal fucked it up even more. And so he wins a ring. He will not be in the conversation of – well, even if he wins one, he won't be in, in the conversation of greatest players ever. But for him to be in the upper echelon to be mentioned constantly, 
He has to win a ring. Was, he has to win a ring. Was this U.S. basketball team a lackluster team this year? No, Charles Barkley just—he's a dickhead. <laughs> Fuck Charles Barkley. It was a good team. It was a good team. Like you had players that played great together. Like in my eyes, all the positions were complete. Right. Demarcus Cousins is a real big man. Kevin Durant with Clay Thompson, Kyrie Irving, Carmelo Anthony, Draymond Green. DeAndre Jordan is the only like faulty player on that team. They got a great. They had a great team. I thought that second, the, the second team was a team that kept them on, kept them in the games, mm-hmm. like against Serbia, against Spain, because mm-hmm. they would come out very lackluster. Then because they they were cocky, yeah. And then when they yeah. when the second team came out, they they kept them in games. They they got them over. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kevin Durant, which I believe if Kevin Durant keeps coming back, he's probably, he'll probably break Melo's record or with, with points scored. Yeah, until Kevin Durant wins a ring, he's going to keep coming back. Yeah. He, nah, he, you know why? LeBron coming back next Olympics. I thought he, I, I thought he, well, he might not. He never retired. He, he, he said it himself. He was like, I just didn't come and play this year. He said, I left it open. I just, I didn't retire. I just didn't come play. Oh, I thought, I thought he was like, he, he added to the thing where he was like, it, it wasn't, it wasn't on his radar anymore. Yeah, to do he that. didn't, pl- he didn't play in it because of Zika. Well, I know, I know the Ezekiel, and he said he wanted to, he wanted to, um, nurse all the injuries that he which fucking committed during the season. Which, which is, is understandable. Yeah. But, um. You don't end up you, like Derrick Rose. Do you think that, um, do you think that there's, there's not much importance in winning, uh, or just playing in the Olympics with players anymore? That they're, they're like, eh, but, you know, it's, they don't care if they're It depends. Of it it yes. all depends. Cause I feel like if you're winning in the NBA, well, you see, you can't say that because Manu Ginobili wins titles and he plays all year round. Mm. All year round. Like he don't, he don't take no time off. He plays all year round. And you got guys like Pau Gasol did the same thing. Right. Um, I mean, that's all I can think of right now. Dirk, Dirk did it. Dirk didn't stop playing, but, uh, I know Dirk would do it if, you know, he didn't stop playing, but, right. uh, Champions play. Uh, Michael Jordan did it. Scottie Pippen did it. Magic Johnson did it. Like champions play. Uh, it's it's something about representing you. T R S S. The interview. <laughs> extra, extra. Read all about it. Take a gander at Turbuckle Tabloid. So for this week's cervical tabloid, I just got to go through this quick because we passed the two hour mark here. Shout out to all you guys who listen to the show thoroughly and through. You guys have been awesome, man. We're going to be minimizing the show soon enough. I'm I'm trying to work around to where we're going to do an extension for a cervical tabloid. That's going to be coming down the pike soon enough. But with what we got going on. Bear with me. Thanks for hanging on. I hope you enjoyed the interviews with Lorenz Dean and your girl's favorite artist, Josie's boy. They, they, they pack a punch and they have a lot to say and a lot of content. So, and I love, I love when they come on. So in any case, got to talk about, uh, there was an article that came out on, on the websites in which once again, I hate talking about this. I loathe talking about this individual, Vince Russo and, his thoughts about Kevin Owens as a champion in WWE. Uh, listen, 
I I I I I have to be honest with you, people. There's just some people in life who need to feel a sense of relevance. Honestly, that's just what it is. People just feel that they need to be relevant. And in the case of Vince Russo, you made a lot of money. You did good. You did good for yourself. You worked with WCW. You was able to to reap the somewhat fortunes that you did with WWF at the time. You were able to carry it over to TNA. Listen, I'm I'm not part of it, but from what I hear, from what I've read or whatever, you you bamboozled your way into the business, which is you know more power to you. But Jesus Christ, your your thoughts of what the business is or what it is now, I'm even surprised. I do it because I consider myself somewhat media in a satire type of area. But you really, really need to come to grips to yourself and to everybody else. Fuck it. You're a moron. And now, Disco Inferno, who I would like to bump into you in the indie scene. I would like to have a conversation with you. I would hope to interview you because you come off as a bitter individual yourself. With the whole Kevin Owens doesn't come off as a heel as he's supposed to. You're, you can't be happy of what's going on with anything. I would have loved to see how any of you individuals book anything this day and age. PG-13 is done. You you, you can't get the, the the ratings that you, you think you should get. If it's PG now, it's PG now. And even so, they're still pushing the boundaries. And by the way, to those individuals who are reading the Vince Russo's or listening to the podcast and follow this as gospel, I generally would say, why watch wrestling again? Ever. Why? I'm a kind of guy that if I don't like something, I don't watch it anymore. I'm done with it. I'm finished. Right now, I just read an article on somebody's uh, Facebook page on a group site that was, uh, well, they find a way to diminish the WWE championship again. And it's like, you know, you guys are the most fickle motherfuckers ever. I don't, you know, there was, there was there was delusions of grandeur that I had before where I wanted to do a wrestling podcast. And it's because of scumbags like you guys, because basically that's what it is. You guys really deter me for doing anything. I'd rather have two other, three other individuals sit down and do their own roundtable and discuss to do it because my I, I don't have enough blood pressure medication to deal with the, the fickleness and ridiculousness of you douches that that that. All you do is bitch and moan and, and gripe about. It's like watching. It's 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 like watching The Walking Dead and keep saying, "Why the fuck the zombies keep killing everybody? Why the fuck the zombies keep eating people? Why the fuck is the main characters always dying off? Stop watching it. I, I, I it really it really boggles the mind. And it's the same to be said with Russo and fucking um and, and Disco Inferno and all the other douches. You give what. The audience want the fans want Owens is their champ Owens is not your typical champ because Owens doesn't fit the prototype which is good why because they finally listen for a moment because it's not going to be always because they're not going to always give the fans what they want because you can give by the next pay-per-view a following pay-per-view whatever but you finally gave the fans what they want and as much as you guys may think that the WWE doesn't pay attention to social media. They do. You can see it in their wrestlers. They do. Jericho is always paying attention to what's going on on social media. He always comments on it. 
he always make a mention he always makes a mention of it uh same could be said about Seth Rollins same could be said about Dean Ambrose they pay attention to social media hell John Cena always follows that shit so what makes you think that the higher ups don't follow that shit Triple H is always on it the only fucking puppet head that might not even pay attention to it is probably Vince but if you guys don't get it if we give you everything if the WWE Universe gives you everything that you want. What point would it be to have an entertaining show? Right now, Cesaro's three and zero in his in his uh, best out of seven series, which is great fucking to storytelling. He got injured, and then now it's the the, the the Cesaro Superman ready to come out. And even if it doesn't happen, there's other opportunities there. You guys are fickle fucking bitches. And sure, I'm not going to sit there and not sit there. I don't gripe about something. Of course I gripe. I griped about the draft or whatever the case may be. But you know what? I moved on and I started appreciating what the product is about. They brought out, I, I, I always said it. Um, I said it on previous episodes where I said, oh God, I, I want more belts. And sure enough, they bring in more belts. This past SmackDown, the, the team in which everybody thought was going to be the, the head front winner of the, the tag team titles, American Alpha, they're out because of the Usos heel fucking turn in which everybody wanted to see. And some motherfuckers are still not happy because it wasn't done their way. What the fuck? Yo, you pissers are never fucking happy. Stop watching. Stop fucking watching. You guys are terrible. You're horrible. Jesus Christ. I didn't give a shout out. Well, actually not a shout out, but I didn't pay acknowledgement to the passing of the late great wrestler and manager this past episode i didn't do it to um mr fuji i remember watching him as a kid he's one of those wrestlers in which my uncle had me watch when I was coming up, before he was a wrestler, I mean, before he was a manager, excuse me, he was a wrestler, and he, he came up with a tag team in the WWF, was a tag team champ, and then when he became a manager, he was the stereotypical, cliche, even borderline racist Japanese manager, but he was fun. He was a fun guy. He had demolition. And he would come out with, you know, he even had face paint on. He had just just... Even though he spoke pretty decent English, he just sounded as though that he was a foreigner. He managed the late great Yokozuna as well. It it, it was it was a time shared and and an era in which we need more managers and more valets. Mister Fuji is one of those guys that was the epitome of what management is, and I'm and I could see what he has done in the light of what. Uh, Paul Heyman is nowadays the same could be said of when Bobby Heenan is around Paul Heyman I really wish that we could have more managers and if I was if I were to go into the era or the the the, the field of wrestling I would like to be a manager that's something I would do because of the likes of someone like Mr. Fuji so my condolences to you guys in the wrestling world and to his family To 
I can play the same song for what's possibly the death of Paige's career because it looks as though she is um going to be on the outs with WWE, which is a very, very sad, sad moment for a person who has such high hopes and possibly prestige within the organization. But, you know, we, we, we don't know the circumstance, which why she got put on the back burner. Maybe she had, you know, she was on the outs with, you know, administration, the staff or whatever it was. But it's a, it's a thing to where you got a talented individual and young too, who seems as though has burned a lot of bridges with individuals. And it's, it's, it's sad because like I said, very talented. And, you know, there's rumors that WWE didn't want her to have a relationship with, uh, with Alberto Dario, who is bye bye with the company as well. But sometimes in some individuals eyes, the grass is always greener somewhere else until you find out that you're getting WWE money in. That's where it's at. I know money's not everything, but if you feel as though that they're comfortable to make these decisions, more power to you. Such a case with Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes, who, by the way, will be at House of Glory in October. Be on the lookout for that. Make sure you check them out at HOGWrestling.net. You can find out what's the dates and ticket prices there. But also, you have rumors that uh, Barrett, King Barrett, King Barrett, will be at Wade Barrett will be possibly making an appearance at Ring of Honor, which I think is a good fit for him. Everybody was saying that TNA will be his spot. And I'm like, no, I think Ring of Honor is a good look for him. So that's a place for reinvention. I think at TNA, he will be going the same way as Damian Sandow with the Aaron Rex. And I don't think a lot of people would take him too serious there. I think his skill set, is more fit to a ring of honor. I think he can work there. I have confidence that he can work there. And I think that, that uh, you'll be shocked because he's a, he can also bounce back and forth and possibly do some stuff in Japan where he can be over. So be on the lookout for that as well. I just got to tell you that um, with the upcoming pay-per-view that's on the horizon in, uh, it'll be this upcoming Sunday. Got to say that, I like the way how the tag team tournament has unfolded. Although Alpha America, uh, excuse me, um, American Alpha won their match. The Usos had their heel turn, like I mentioned. So it looked as though that they took out American Alpha. It's funny how the hype bros and Heath Slater and Rhino paired up. And basically Heath Slater and Rhino earned a win to get them to the finals. I like the way it played out. Still waiting to be determined who's going to be the tag team title as of this recording, but it'll be fun to see what it is. I still think that Heath Slater and Rhino will win. As for the other matches on the card for this upcoming backlash, we have the Usos versus uh, the Hype Bros. We also have, which I think the Usos will win. I like the heel run. The Miz versus Dolph Ziggler. Miz is going to win as much as I want Ziggler to win. Randy Orton, Randy Orton versus Bray Wyatt. God, let us have Bray Wyatt go over on this one. Uh, like I said, it to be determined with Heath Slater and Rhino. I can't call it. Alexa Bliss, Becky Lynch, Carmella, 
versus Naomi, Natalia, and Nikki Bella. It's all for the six-pack challenge for the WWE Women's Championship. I'm going to be the one that says that, um, wow, I'm going to actually say that Natalia's going to win. And then we have Dean Amber versus AJ Styles for the World Championship. You know, I'm going to tell you guys honestly, I think WWE's had their full of Dean Ambrose as much as I like Ambrose, but I think AJ pulls out the win on this one. I really do. So, yeah, that that's actually a, a, a clean look. Before we go, I want you guys to check out what we have in store. There is a fantasy football pool that's about to happen. This is where we're going to, myself, Super Producer Selly, MFM Man is about to be a part of. So make sure you check it out. Oh, by the way, this week's Raw and SmackDown. Sapar, I love the Kevin Owens thing. I love that 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 they put him over, especially with the Seth Rollins angle. They closed it out with Roman Reigns as being a part of their uh, their their angle, which works out perfectly. They shut Roman up, let him come out and kick ass. That's great. That's a, that's a good look over there. Excuse me. And um, other than that, I I for these two these two episodes for Raw and SmackDown, they were they were decent. They were okay. I love how the women's division is pulling up. Everybody's giving shit to Sasha Banks about her thoughts about uh, no more bra and panties matches. And you know what? Good. I'm, I'm, I'm as much as I'm a miss seeing titties, but it's not like we saw a nipple or a vagina. Doesn't really matter anyway, because whatever they fight in, it looks like bra and panties anyway. But she's right, though. You know, let, let's get them to wrestle, especially when they can wrestle. SmackDown's a little suspect in a women's division, but give them time. And as for the tag team division, the tag team front, Jesus Christ. As much as I, I, I love the New Day and as much as I love uh, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson, that fucking run better die soon. Give fucking Gallows and Anderson the belt and move on. Jesus fucking Christ. All right. We're going to pay some dues. We'll be back in a minute. Make sure that you guys check us out. Like I said, on all social media. Super producer Sally will be in the building giving her super, uh, super Bowl predictions here. First week of, of the regular season of the NFL. This is going to be fun. This is contest time. And God, you guys have no idea. I can't wait to tell you guys at the end of the season what the punishment is going to be. But as for now, uh, you just have to wait. Sorry. Be on the, be on the, on the waiting end. So after this, you'll be listening to Super Producer Sully and her daddy. Hold on. Yo, it's your boy, TRS News Superstar, signing, rap of the year. This is what we're doing here. This is your guy, Fashion. And you're here listening to the regular season sports cast. Yeah. You know it's your boy Fashion up in the building representing for TRSS, the regular season sportscast. Yeah, Fashion coming live and direct. I heard there's a challenge out there, and there's one thing that Fashion doesn't do is back up on the challenge. So this is so gone challenge, so I'm a big here. You know what I'm saying? This is like double judge. I got to jump in on this beat. You know you got your leg out and your back leg in there, and you ain't even jumping because you keep turning too fast. But yo, hey yo, my friend. 
Paris kiss my first wish. The taste of your tongue in my mouth is what I long to miss. I reminisce about these days when we first met. I'm saying thank you to God because you haven't said. Give me a minute and your baby, I will steal an hour. Long sex and had us wet just like up in the shower. Drinking that Cisco all night long just to see that thorn. Phone bone and had me open on those days you gone. We come harder than a C4 explosion. Loving your motion. Had to buy them earrings, baby. Want to keep them ears so frozen. I know I loved it from the day I heard your voice. No need for the coffee, baby. I got the taste of choice. Yow! It was your boy Fashion, freaking here for the So Gone Challenge. Yeah, doing it up with TRSS. Yeah, let's do it up. Yeah. She loves daddy. He thinks she's funny. It's game time with Jay and Sally. I feel like putting on some helmets. Not one, just like three helmets. Maybe ten helmets. And some cleats, some sneakers that have um, spikes on them. I like I like when when you're in um a football team mm-hmm. i thought you were gonna say when you're in a football i was like you've been in a football before that that like those helmets mm. and then when you use your your hands and then you go like that and you bang on it yeah you go like <laughs> and, and if you got another partner you could do like like you could tell them like oh if we could do like this cool thing like we could like fist like like stomach bump each other. Yeah, that's how they celebrate. Like, that's how they celebrate in the NFL. Yeah. That and they, for some reason, they pat each other's butts. I don't know what's that about. Ew. Yeah, that's weird. I know. It's supposed to be manly. I don't know what it is, but it's supposed to be manly. What? What? So we're here. Game time with Jay and Sally. We're going to be a part of a full NFL season pick em session each week. Sally I and Metfan Matt will be picking games of the week. The, the whole point of this basically is I've been a longtime football viewer, participant, connoisseur for years. I watch NFL in college. Matt being in his teenagery years, semi adult years, has been watching football for some for, for, for some time. And Sally Super producer Sally's basically, well, let's just say she's new to the genre of football. Yee. For instance, I'll give you an example. So, Sally, how many points is it for a touchdown? Six. Did you say six? The Zinga. Exactly. That was correct. The Zinga. How many points is it for the extra point? Um, seven? No, it may, no, oh, you're no, close. that was close. That was you're close. close. You're close. Nine. It makes it seven. Yes. So the extra point means three. No. No. It's no. Extra point. One. Bazinga. There you go. One. 
How much is it for the field goal? If they don't score the touchdown and they could kick the ball through the uprights, how much is that? No, we're on the radio. You can't. You gotta okay. say. Okay. <laughs> so, um, half of six. Three. Zinga. There you go. And what is the guy's name? The position in which the offense, the the lead offensive player, the one who throws and hands the ball. She doesn't remember quarterback. You see, this goes to show you she's in her early stages. Yeah. And she's going to learn during the season. Yeah. We're going to sit down. We're going to watch these games together. Yeah. Daddy, daddy and daughter time. Yeah. And we're going to see if she picks it up. Yeah. This goes along with all the stuff I was saying in this week's rant about being a part of the NFL mm-hmm. culture. Not having to be separated, being a, a man or a woman, boy or girl. Everybody can love football. It's yeah. anybody. Yeah. But you do know your favorite teams. Yeah. Which is? Mm-hmm. I think one of them is from New York. The Giants. Uh-huh. And the other one is? The Eagles. No. No, not really. No. 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 It's, it's the other bird. The uh, awkward have, moment. Awkward moment. <laughs> yeah. Um, they are from the, Seattle. The Seahawks. They us uh, close Seahawks. There you go. Seahawks. There you go. No. So with all the way that guys are in the field, they're running around and they're crashing and banging and knocking each other down. And they use the helmets to. Bum, 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 and bum, bang bum. each other on the head, yeah. mind you. This is this is the fun part when it comes from an eight year old going to be nine soon. Yeah, birthday's coming up soon. Yeah, you have plans for your birthday. Yeah, what do you want to do? Be fabulous. Oh, that's automatic, girl. That's automatic. No. You're fabulous, whatever I, you want to be. I can't believe. Yes. That AJ, which is our dog. Yes, four legged dog. My four legged brother. Your my four legged. Your peoples. He went on top of that coffee table. He just went like. Yes, uh, we have a. If you, in case you don't know, the, the the barking that you hear sometimes when we record is from our executive producer AJ. <laughs> yes, our background producer. Yeah, our our engineer AJ. Yes, who likes to bring in his own sounds. He's a Boston Terrier. He's kind of big for his size. He's yeah. a big Boston Terrier. People are always he afraid. People are afraid head. of him when they see him. They um, they always got, think he's like a big pit bull or something. Yeah. But uh, he he now likes to jump on certain parts of furniture thanks to someone. No! (laughs) I didn't know that he was going to do it, okay? Well, he does it now. Thank you. That's cool, though. It's it's, it's cute. You have a future in in dog training. Yeah. That's right. So, you know who you can blame for that? Who? Obama! Yeah! (laughs) You could always blame... <laughs> so you ready? Yes. All right. So what we're gonna do is I'm gonna play some 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 music, and we're gonna make our picks. And I'm just gonna tell you guys what picks Met Fan Matt made. By the way, the winner of this bet we can't Matt Matt and I cannot say what we have to do if we lose. Just know that the winner ha- the winner tortures the loser between myself and Matt. As for Selly, if Selly wins... I get roller skates. You get roller skates. Matt and I have come to the conclusion that we both have to pitch in and buy you roller skates. And 
we have to do the torturous task. We each have to do it to each other. Matt and I have to do it to each other. Mm-hmm. So if I win, Matt has to do the torturous. Well, Matt gets tortured. He has to do a torturous task. Mm-hmm. If Matt wins, I have to do the torturous task. And if you win, we both have to do it. And for some reason or another, you're getting roller skates. Yes. Okay. So, we ready? Yee. Cue the music. Yee. Ready? Okay, so starting the Thursday game, September 8th, we have the Panthers going against the Broncos. Who did you pick? You picked the Panthers, and so did Matt, and so did I. We all across the board equal to say that the Panthers will win the opening game of the NFL season. Mm -hmm. Sunday, we have Vikings versus the Titans. Who did you go with? Titans. Which is not a bad pick. Seen as though the Vikings had just lost their quarterback for the season, Teddy Bridgewater. So, but Matt and I went with the Vikings. We went with the Titans, and which, by the way, I usually would pick the Titans, but for this one, I think this is an inspirational game for the Vikings. We have the Bears versus the Titans. Oh, excuse me, the Texans. Mm-hmm. Who did you pick? And just so that everyone knows, we all picked the Texans. I see that this game is actually going to be a little bit closer than expected, but I think the Texans are going to pull this one out. We have the next one at 1 o'clock on Sunday. We have the Browns versus the Eagles. Who did you pick? Eagles. So did I. I don't know why, but I went with the Eagles as well, and so did Matt. Browns with RG3. I think he'll be okay, but they're waiting for Josh Gordon to come back from his suspension. I think that's going to spark it up. Uh, the other 1 o'clock, we have the Bills versus the Ravens. Who did you pick? went with the Bills and sold it I and sold it Matt. I think we were looking at each other's sheets. <laughs> I think we were afraid to not pick the other. Yeah, we're like we're all. Oh my god. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. You really want those older skates. Yeah. Oh, let's bring it back! Yeah. <laughs> okay, right. That's enough of that. Alright, uh, we go with the 1 o'clock Chargers versus the Chiefs. Who did you pick? The Chargers. Pretty interesting. Playing in Kansas City, Matt and I went with the Chiefs, but being the West Coast, the way the Chargers sometimes could turn it on, sometimes could turn it off, who knows what could happen on that end. Maybe because you picked them, maybe because you picked them, they may win. Who knows? Then we have the other one o'clock, which will be the Raiders at the Saints, and you pick? The Raiders. And I, and Matt as well, picked the Raiders. I like Derek Carr. I like Amani Cooper. I like the Raiders. I like what they have over there. And I think they could they could put a put a knockout to the Saints. Sorry, Drew Brees. We have the Falcons versus the Buccaneers. And you took? I took the Falcons. And Maddie and I took the Buccaneers. But the Falcons is not a bad pick, though. The Falcons might actually, you know, if Matt Ryan, Matt, uh, Matty Freeze could throw some some touchdowns, you might be Mr. Matty Ice himself. You might be able to get a win on that side. You have the last of the, oh, excuse me, the second to last of the one o'clock. So you have the Bengals versus the Jets. You took 
Jets. And so did Maddie because he's a Jets fan. Blah, 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 blah. Oh. And I took the Bengals. I have Andy Dalton in fantasy football, but he's not starting this week for me. Uh, and lastly, at the 1 o'clock, we have the Packers versus the Jaguars, and you took? The Jaguars. A lot of people like them this season. A lot of people see them coming out as a strong team in their division and conference. I am going with the Packers and Maddie went with the Packers as well because we're very old and we like old teams. <laughs> the Jaguars are a pretty young team. We're going to the 4-5 game, the Dolphins versus the Seahawks, and it's your favorite team you pick. And I picked the Seahawks and Maddie picked the Seahawks as well. Uh, Russell Wilson is going to have his year. I think Cam Chancellor is going to be a big defensive monster again this year. So Seahawks is not a bad pick. The 425 game, we have the Giants versus the Cowboys. You pick. And I picked the Giants and Matt picked the Giants as well. Just got to say that uh, we didn't just pick him because we're Giants fans. Tony Romo is out for a nice chunk of the season. They are going to rely on that uh, Dax Prescott. They just signed Matt Mark Sanchez, which who knows what that's going to be about. But and they have a rookie running back, uh, Ezekiel Elliott, who basically you could give me the ball and I can run behind that offensive line. So let's see what happens over there. The next four twenty-five game is the Lions versus the Colts. I chose the Lions. Oh, here we go again. Okay. All right. <laughs> took the Lions versus the Colts, and you took the Lions, which is a which is a, not a funny pick. It's actually a toss up game anyway, because the Colts coming off a bad season they had. Uh, this is supposed to be a bounce back year from Andrew Luck, who was their quarterback. The Lions, it's 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 always hit and miss with them, so you never know. And it's the same could be with the Colts. You took the Lions, Maddie and I took the uh, the Colts. And the 8.30 Sunday game is the Cardinals versus the Patriots. You took the Patriots. And Maddie and I took the Cardinals. The Patriots is a safe bet, but Tom Brady is out for a few games. Sorry, cheater. Uh, but I like Guapolo as the backup. I've always had. I think I think he's a good a good backup quarterback, and I, he has a nice receiving core, especially with Gronk being there. I think he'll be okay. And... For Monday, we have the Steelers versus the Redskins. You took the Steelers. And I took the Steelers, and Maddie took it as well. And finally, we are taking it's the Rams versus the 49ers. You took who? The Rams. And so did Maddie and I. And the music's back. Yeah. So you took took the Rams. So did we. I don't even know why this game is on a opening weekend of football on a Monday night. It's like the cocky versus the doo-doo going at this. I usually would say curse words, but you're on the microphone, so I can't. <laughs> I don't want to curse. So are you excited? Yeah. Do you think you're going to get those roller skates? Yeah. I think you're going to get them too yeah. for some reason. I think how are you gonna be again? Uh, nine. Nine years old. That's like forty and little kid years. Are you kidding? Yeah, you're about to hit those double digits. Soon. 
Um, Do you look forward to becoming a teenager? No. No. Not really? Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> all righty. So, you guys, we'll be back in a rebound. Check you guys in a minute. Super producer Sally's in the building. You had a good time? Yeah. No. Get ready because... It's if gonna you, get if, lit. If you, if you destroy, if you destroy Matt and I, our egos will be in shambles. What if you win? Oh, believe me. If I win, I'm going to enjoy every minute of it. Believe me. You guys will know what exactly will be the punishment at the end of the season. But, um... Yeah, it's one of those that our egos would definitely be hurt if uh, it goes out there. So, see you guys in a minute. Mm -hmm. That was the segment of She Loves Daddy. He thinks she's funny. It's game time with Jay and Sally. Fucking bullshit! All right, guys. I want to thank you guys for being a part of the regular season sportscast. Be sure you check us out on Facebook at the regular season sportscast group page as well as on Instagram at regular season sports. Be sure you check us out on Twitter at RWJ Santi. Be sure you check me out on Facebook as well at on the J Santi. J Santi, add me. It's cool. We can hang out. Get a lot up to my emails, my DMs and my emails, whatever the case may be. You can check that out. You better have a vagina because you have a penis. I'm I'm not going to respond to you at all. Also, be sure you check us out on Snapchat at Waterbed Red RW. I am not opening up any penis shots on Snapchat. B, I'm I'm ready for that. B, murder. I'm ready for that. And be sure you check me out and the crew on YouTube at the regular season sportscast page. We have the unboxing of pro wrestling punchlines. Pro wrestling punchlines. If you guys are interested in getting yourself a collectible pro wrestling punchlines box, make sure you email. Pro Wrestling Punchlines. Make sure you put, you email them. Make sure you do. Oh, it's at um, Pro Wrestling Punchlines at gmail.com. Use the code TRSS for a discount. Make sure you give love to Rageworks.net for everything that they do. Rageworks.net. It's the wave, nigga. That's what it is, son. It's the wave. Rageworks.net. And make sure you check us out at Rageworks.net forward slash apparel for everything that's Rageworks. Eight, well, excuse me, Rageworks.net forward slash shop. That's where you can get a get all the the fly gear. Get you get it popping. All right, guys, we're gonna be back next week. We're gonna try to get us in. Make sure you check out. Call me when it's over. Call me when it's over. We'll be uh, we switching up dates. We're we're gonna be coming out earlier. Call me when it's over. We'll be on a later of the week and check out. TRSS Overtime Views from the 536 with Your boy Fan Matt He is the man With all the baseball news Everything baseball related Everything that has to do with balls and bats Wait a minute I don't think I should have went there But you know what I did anyway Oh well whoops So yeah, Make sure you check us out there And big shout out to all those individuals out there Who has been supporting and giving us love I got some um I got some some possible possible surprises coming up soon. Not gonna let you guys know what it is yet. I'm hoping, crossing my fingers, that all goes well. I'm gonna name him Sammy. <laughs> Just be sure you guys stick close to what's ever the regular season sportscast 
and all things relative. All right, guys. We out of here. Check you guys out. Live the gimmick. Make sure you live the gimmick. And listen, I'm not best for business, but I'm best for everybody else. Oh, and by the way, squash. The regular season sportscast. Yo, it's your boy, TRS News Superstar, signing, rap of the year. This is what we're doing here. This is your guy, Fashion, and you're here listening to the regular season sportscast. Yeah.